intuitive eating for the culture because we love vegetables, just not unseasoned. Hey guys, it's your host, Christina Johnson, a registered dietitian based in Dallas, Texas, an intuitive eater, a girl who loves coffee and avocados, and your inside source on intuitive eating. Today's episode of Intuitive Eating is brought to you by my email course, Will I Always Be Hungry? and other questions about intuitive eating. It's a crash course answering your burning questions and helping you navigate some of the more common points that people get stuck at when they're implementing intuitive eating into their lifestyle. So if you're ready to dive in or you're just kind of curious, I'll leave the link in the show notes for you to sign up. Hey guys, so we're back again and today I want to talk about principle eight of intuitive eating, which is respect your body. When I say respect your body, I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about what you think that is. Okay, did you think about it? Respecting your body can mean different things to different people, so I can't really give you a definition for it. I can give you a a framework, a structure, but I can't ultimately decide what you need to do to respect your body. But a couple things that I want you to think about are how do you treat your body, how do you view your body, and... How do you honor your body? How do you treat your body? Do you treat it with respect? Do you treat it with kindness, gentleness? Oh gosh, I feel like I'm getting ready to rattle off the fruits of spirit. Um, do you give it rest when it needs it? Do you nourish it when it needs it? Do you give it hygienic things when it needs it, right? Do you brush your teeth? Do you wash your face? Do you take a shower? Do you go to the doctor on a regular basis? Um, for all my friends on larger bodies, Have you been avoiding the doctor because you feel like they're going to be like, hey, you need to lose weight, right? If that's the case, I'm going to encourage you to find a doctor that's going to listen to you without suggesting weight loss is the cure for everything because it's not the cure for really anything. How are you treating your body? How are you treating it in terms of physical activity? How are you treating it in terms of balance? Are you all working no play? Are you all playing no work? Are you... In community, do you feel isolated? There are many different ways to treat your body. And I want to know, slash I want you to think about, how do you treat your body? How would you treat the body of someone you cared about? Because sometimes it's hard for us to treat our body with the most respect if we're thinking about it as ourselves. Because we're our own worst critic. And so sometimes it's helpful to think about it. How would I treat the body of someone I really cared about? How would I treat the body of this person that I just like, I genuinely really, really cared about, whether it's your friend or a caregiver, right? Your chosen family, how would you treat that body? And when you think of that list, both work-life balance, how would you treat that body with you? How would you fuel it? How would you take, would you take it to the doctor regularly? Would you get checkups? Would you get these labs drawn, right? All those things. How would you treat that body? And if you feel like when you do an inventory of how you treat your own body, are those two congruent? Do they match? Did one of them get treated better than the other? And if you didn't get treated as well as that other body, ask yourself some questions. Put your investigator pants on and dig into what is preventing me from treating my body with that level of care. How do you view your body? When I'm speaking about how do you view your body, I want you to think about how do you think of your body in your life? Do you think of it as your mission? Is it your is it your constant improvement project? Is it something that you use to, that you think people love you for? Is it something that you use to gain respect or attention, love, affection? Is it 
something that you are constantly working to improve? Are you constantly trying to change it, manipulate it, control it? Or, and this might be a little revolutionary, is it the vessel that you go through life in? Is it the tool that you use to care for other people? I want to dive a little bit deeper into viewing your body as a vessel. So when I'm talking about viewing your body as a vessel, I'm really talking about remembering that our body is temporary. Temporary and always changing. Forever and ever and ever, ever, always changing. So what your body looks like now at the current age that you are, however many days you've been on this earth, is not the same as it's going to be in 10 years. It's not the same as it's going to be in 50 years, should you live 50 more years. And if we remember that, right, we remember that bodies are going to change. Your body is not the same as it was the day that you were born. I don't have to look at you to know that because I know that you're not, you know, that same baby from however long ago. I don't know how old you are. But to remember that piece, right, if we are allowed to grow up, we are allowed to transition from an infant to a baby to a toddler to a child to an adolescent to a to a preteen to a teenager to a young adult to an adult to a middle-aged adult, right? We're allowed to go through all of those and yet all of a sudden at around 18 to 25, your body is no longer allowed to change. I don't know who made that rule, but that rule is trash. We need to throw it away throw it away. Your body is going to continue to change. You are going to age. You're going to grow. You're going to evolve. You don't have the same thought process as you did at 10 years ago. At least I'm hoping you don't have the same thought process you did 10, 10 years ago. But if you do, that's fine. Um, and it's really important if we remember that piece, right? Remembering that our body is so temporary, then it makes it easier for it to be able to change, if times change, if you change, if life changes, your body's going to change. It's going to go through different phases. I'm assuming right now that you are a female or a female presenting person. And you more than likely are going to go through changes in this lifetime. Let's say you decide to have children, if you can. Your body is going to go through changes in order to produce this human life. If you have some sort of major illness occur, your body is going to go through a change in order to accommodate this new state. If you go through a grief process, your body is going to change in order to um, to manage that grief and to manage those new uh, heavier emotions. There is always going to be this constant state of change and this constant state of evolution. And I think if we can keep that in mind, it makes it much easier to go through this. When I think of my body as this vessel that helps me accomplish all the things that I want to do, that takes the pressure off. I'm not trying to control it because it's not, it can't really be controlled. And instead, I'm looking at it, how does my body help me do the things that I want to do? Is it helping me connect to the people that I want to connect to? Is it helping me connect to my family, my friends, my clients, my peers, my colleagues? Is it helping me to create the things that I want to give to people in the world? Is it helping me create this podcast? Does it help me create Instagram posts, blog posts? Does it help me create um, handouts and worksheets and things for my client? Does it help me do those things? Does it help me in my relationship, my own personal relationship with God? Does it help me do all of these things? And if it does, then the, the vessel is functional, right? The vessel is functional. It doesn't matter how small or how large the skin color, the hair texture, the hair length, none of those things matter at that point. It's did it help me accomplish my goal? Did it help me connect to other people? Did it help me to love other people? Did it help me to care for them, to hug them, to sit with them in sadness and happiness? Did it help me celebrate my cousin's 14th birthday? Did it help me 
fly home for Christmas, right? All of those things. That's what's important here. Not the size, not the shape, the color, hair texture, eye color. None of those things really matter at the end of this if you couldn't connect to the people around you. And that's the focus of the vessel. It's not the mission, guys. It's not. It's never going to be the mission. The second it becomes your mission, your mission is no longer your goals. And I want you to always be able to get back and look at those goals and say, oh, you know what? I want to be a nurse. I want to help, you know, cardiac patients or I want to be a secretary. I love to support the administrative staff. I want to be a librarian. I love helping kids discover a love of reading. Whatever it is you want to do with your life, all those things are just gravy. But the point here that I want you to remember is that your body is a vessel and it's not the mission. It's not going to be your end all be all. If you spend all of that time focused on your body, that is all the time that you can't spend giving yourself to your goals, giving yourself to the things that you want to do in this lifetime, the connections you want to make, the legacy that you want to leave. Because your body's not your legacy. Your mission is. How do you honor your body? So... I feel like I spent a lot of time talking about honoring your body, but what I really mean by that is how do you hold it in high regard? So earlier I asked you to think about a person or a body that you care a lot about and how you would treat that body, and that's where the honor comes in at, right? So I honor the needs of my body, whether that is fuel, rest, community, time alone, movement, what have you, right? Each of those relatively basic desires on my body, I'm going to honor them. But I also honor those higher needs, setting up a doctor's appointment, setting up a dentist appointment, setting up an eye doctor appointment, because your girl wears glasses and eventually this prescription is going to get old, right? So honoring my body's changing status, honoring the fact that maybe my pants don't fit and it's time for new pants, or honoring, I no longer need that thing or I no longer find joy in that thing and releasing it, getting rid of it, getting it out of my space. How do I honor my comfort, well not comfort, but how do I honor my needs in terms of boundaries? Boundaries are key, okay? Key. Do I say no and mean it? Do I say no when I need to? Do I create boundaries with my time, with my space? Do I create boundaries with work, with my personal life, with my friends? Do I create boundaries in my finances, right? Do I have boundaries and do I honor my boundaries? Because I am worth my boundaries. I am a person, I am worthy, and I am worth my boundaries. I say no and I mean it, okay? Say no, that can feel really uncomfortable. It could feel scary. It could feel like people are going to be mad at you. And they're probably not. And if they are, that says a whole lot more about them than it does about you. Because people boundaries make people uncomfortable, but that's because they expect you not to have them. So set your boundaries and stick to them. Honor yourself, the person. Honor your emotions, your feelings, your space. Honor your needs. Honor yourself. So I hope this sort of gives you understanding of what it means to respect your body. Because it's not just respecting the physical body, but respecting you, the person. And your needs, your emotions, your wants, your desires, right? 
And I hope this gives you things to think about because as people, we are sometimes very black and white and respecting yourself is not a black and white issue. It is varying shades of gray. So I just want to leave you with some encouragement and remind you that you can do hard things. And if setting boundaries is a hard thing, you can do it and know that you can handle the things that come your way. And if you cannot, there are people who can help you. So with that, have a good week and I will talk to you next time.